0: Good morning. This is Sport Grandma. I'm ready to do um, a new podcast on March Madness. I did one just a few days ago on baseball, but I decided with everything that's on the TV and the radio now about March Madness, I'd do a little explaining about it. Um, I was coming home from a meeting last night, and I heard Freddie Coleman on ESPN, and uh, I think everybody knows that he's got the smoothest voice on the radio. I'm with my nephew Brian in his TV store. Lots of TVs on in here with ESPN on on, and people sitting around talking about the tournament. Actually, the term March Madness started in Illinois, uh, describing the way fans uh, look forward to the annual high school basketball tournament. The Assistant Executive Secretary of the Illinois High School Association, Henry Porter, wrote that a little March Madness may complement and contribute to sanity and help keep society on an even keel. He wrote this in 1939, the same year that Oregon beat Ohio State to win the first NCAA championship. That was on March 27, 1939. In 1942, he wrote a poem during the Second World War saying that the tournament was a morale booster. Another man, Barry Poppick, has also claimed the phrase was used in a state high school tournament in 1931 in Indiana. I don't think anyone's ever determined which one of them was right. Brent Musburger often gets the credit for associating the term March Madness with the NCAA tournament in the early 80s. Um, uh, Brian, would you like to give us a little story that you uh, found on Sirius Radio?
1: Well, a lot of people think March Madness is to appease the sports gamblers because (laughs) there's a lot of games you can bet on. Uh, Brett Musburger is a large sports betting person, and at his age he decided to leave sports broadcasting after 50-some-odd years, and uh, he's got a channel on Sirius XM called VSEN, Vegas Sports Information Network. And I listen to it frequently. I, I think he's got one of the best voices in sports as well. But his knowledge of not only sports, but sports betting. Um, but with the exception of the Super Bowl, uh, I think actually March Madness brings in more total dollars just because there's so many uh, more games. And uh, you know people just like to bet on it, whether it's they're betting on the game or they're betting on their office pool um it's just it's it's very popular you know and people that know nothing about basketball or sports are involved on their office pools
0: well thank you for letting us know about i've always liked uh, brent musburger's voice so i'm sure on the radio it's great um 68 teams are invited every year and then there's four at large teams that Play and what they play in games, and one of those teams happens to be Arizona State University, which is our local university in the Phoenix area. If they win their first game, then they will go on uh, to they are in Dayton, Ohio, then they 've got to go to tulsa that 's a lot of traveling for these young guys, uh, but anyway that 's their way, and hopefully we'll get into the regular tournament. Uh, There's four regions with 16 teams each in the beginning, and the final four will meet in the host city to decide the championship. Um, There's also uh, women's basketball championships, too, and um, that started in 1982, and 64 teams will play in four regions, culminating with the final four. And their championship game is played the day after the men's championship, and then that's the end of the season for college basketball. Uh, By the way, in the NCAA men's, UCLA has won the most titles with 11. Brian likes that. He's a UCLA fan. Kentucky has won eight titles. North Carolina has won six. And Indiana and Duke have each won five. And, of course, Duke is the favorite this year. the, uh, uh now the brackets, called Bracketology, um, it's very interesting because a lot of people win these in the offices. And um, I was listening to 98.7, our KTA, or sports station in Phoenix, and they were talking about a lady in the office who wins, uh, has won for several years, and she knows nothing about basketball. So I guess they pick them out because of... Uh, their mascots, the color of the uniforms. Um, a lot of people have allegiance to a certain state so or a university maybe where they graduated from or their children graduated from. So anyway, it's very interesting how people pick out the teams. Um, I know last year, one of the big draws of people that watched it uh, was Sister Jean, who was there as the good luck charm for uh, Loyola of Chicago's uh, basketball team, which I think got into the Final Four. So she came to a lot of baseball game, basketball games, and she's in her 90s. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, But the other thing, too, that's interesting is the sports bars here, and I'm sure all over the United States, do a lot of business during March Madness because of the teams coming from all different uh, regions of the United States. Uh, There's people can go into a sports bar and probably find a a game with one of their teams. Um, That's something, too, that uh, Brian and I were talking about earlier about the appeal of of the teams. Um, And you you were explaining how many games are played in the first weekend, Brian.
1: Yeah, especially the first two days on Thursday and Friday, you have uh, 16 games played both games. And the games start literally about 9.45 in the morning. And by 10.30, there's generally four games on. And uh, at some point in time during the day, there may be as many as five or six on. Like some just starting some ending. Um, So if you go to a sports bar, there's a good chance you can watch uh, all of them. And then when you get down to uh, Saturday and Sunday, then the field is in half and you're going... Uh, from 64 teams down to 32, and there'll be 16 games on Saturday and Sunday. So, uh, Vegas loves that weekend. It's a huge weekend for Las Vegas um, because the sports books just you know clean up during that weekend.
0: Well, and then every year, too, uh, there's always favorites, but a lot of the favorites get bumped out early, they do. and uh, sometimes the teams that are in the Final Four and even in the championship game are two teams that weren't even the favorites to begin with. So anyway, everybody enjoy the tournament, uh, in, uh, whether you're gambling on it or just watching it and cheering for your hometown team, and... Uh, I will get back with you in a few days with another podcast about another sport. Bye-bye.